I've just realized that I don't know what episode number this is, but I've already, oh, fuck me. I've already clicked the intro music. Guys, no turn backs, just vibe it. Um, <laughs> welcome to chapter 100 and, hmm, just vibing 137, perhaps? Who knows? That's what I'm thinking. Probably 137 of... Or is it way more? Or is it way less? Don't know. Or am I bang on? Was I 136 last week? Ah, guys, we'll never know. Well, we will. You will. I probably won't. Uh, welcome to 137, perhaps, of uh, Chronicles of a Colorless Chap. Great to have you here. That one was sent in by Amelia. Thank you very much, Amelia. Keep him coming in at Podcast at gmail.com. New podcast email, and if you have you having trouble remembering that, if you're going, oh Luke, Luke Kidgel podcast at gmail.com, that's a bit of a head scratcher. Oh no, Luke, how am I going to remember that? I've got a busy day. I'm, I'm sorry, Luke, I love you, but I'm not going to remember your fucking email. Hey, fair enough. Check this shit out. Luke Kidgel podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> now try forgetting it. Good luck. That'll be in your head all goddamn day. Luke Kidgel podcast. That one was sent in by uh, Austin Grimes. Keep coming your... Sorry, keep coming? What am I saying? Keep sending your emails in. Stop coming, all right? St- pull your pants up, stop coming, all right? And send in a jingle for the podcast, okay? Keep them coming in. I think that's what I was meant to say. Uh, yeah, keep them coming in. I'm loving them. And it's great. Here's uh, one from a couple of weeks ago from Kelsey. Look at your podcast at gmail.com. I love that they both have a little at the end, see? Luke Kidgel podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Very good. I'll give you guys um, one more, like for any music producers out there. What about I give you a couple of just acapella takes of how the jingle could go? And I'm happy for you guys to have full creative control after that. Okay, <clears throat> I'll give you a couple of just off-the-cuff things to work with. Look, kid, your podcast at gmail.com. Boom. That was, man, I should probably quit comedy and just pursue whatever that was. Uh, I'll give you another one. <coughs> LilKidgelPodcast.gmail.com <laughs> I hated that one. I hope no one uses that. That one sucked. Um, I'll give you one more. Well, it's... Oh, no, no, wait. <clears throat> cut that, cut that. Um, send us an email at LilKidgelPodcast.gmail.com Yeah. All right, that's all you get. All right, keep them coming in. Feel free to sample those. I don't know how music producing works. All I know is you guys got my voice somehow. I must have said it on a podcast. Um, so there you go. Do your best, do your worst. Podcast at gmail.com to send in the jingle at gmail.com. And if you're forgetting where to send those guys, it's just at Podcast at gmail.com. Great. Uh, I hope you guys are having a good week. 
Uh, not often do podcasts begin with just uh, four minutes straight of plugging the podcast email. But this ain't all podcast, guys. Welcome if you're new. Uh, if you're here like usual every week, got another big week for you all. Massive week, actually. I don't. It's got to the point where there's so many big things. I actually don't know why I spent four minutes talking about the fucking email because I got a lot to get a lot to get to and a lot of exciting things to get to, and I can't figure out what goes first. And you're gonna be like, true. Once you know all the things, you're gonna be like, how the hell? Did he decide which thing to do first? <sighs> Let's just get it straight over. We actually no, because if I do that straight away, the next thing is not going to be nearly as good. I'll start off with the less good thing, and then I'll get to the really good thing. <laughs> and here's how good the less good thing is: you'll hear me say the first thing, right, which is not as good as the second thing that I've got to tell you, and you'll be like, Luke. How the fuck is that the second best thing to happen in your week? How? How was your week that good? That's what you'll say. That's absolutely what you'll say. We won a goddamn prize this household this week. I never win prizes in my life. Raffles, ah, don't worry about it. I reckon I'm... Out of years of doing organized sports, we're talking athletics in the summer, cross country in the winter, swimming when I was a kid, gymnastics, uh, football clubs all throughout high school, Auskick back back in the day, you know, going back to primary school. I've done a lot of goddamn organized sport, which means I've entered a lot of goddamn raffles and I've never won anything, not even a meat tray. I think one time I won a drink bottle and it was promotional. And you know how those drink bottles get after 10 uses. You know, you you start as a kid, you, it gets teeth marks in them. I'm like, I don't even chew my drink bottles. How the hell does it have a teeth mark in it? You know, they, they get shit and they start to leak water. You, they're the type of drink bottles that you wouldn't put in a backpack with a laptop. Say goodbye to your laptop. You know, those promotional drink bottles. So I've never really won anything. I would say that's not a prize. Uh, that's just a burden, winning a promotional drink bottle. But guys, Meg and I entered a competition. Now, I say Meg and I because I'm still trying to claim a little bit of ownership over the prize because Meg did enter the competition. But you guys be the jury in this. I think I should retain 50% ownership over the prize and Meg should get 50% ownership over her prize. Did she enter it and organize it to be sent out when she realized she won? Sure. Was it entered under Meg's name and in her email address? Yes. But hear me out. I woke up like any morning and you know what I did straight away. I got out of bed and I, okay, well, you, you probably actually don't know, but I got out of bed and I annihilated 55 push-ups, which is how I start every day because the world is my gym. Use your environment around you. And every morning I have a goddamn floor. And most people will be like, oh, it's just a floor. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a floor to you. All I see is a space to sculpt my body. Okay, so I get out of bed and I do that. And then I go straight to the cupboard, to the pantry. And I'm like, I need some fiber up me stat. So I grab down my wheat bix I'm putting my wheat bix in my bowl. I do seven because mama didn't raise a coward. And 
as I was putting the Weet-Bix in my bowl, I read the packet. And, I, you know, you read the packets occasionally on Weet-Bix. They don't change too often. They're usually running some kind of kids, uh, the Weet-Bix triathlon promotion. But since COVID, there's no Weet-Bix triathlon. There's nothing really they're running. Uh, and obviously leading into cricket season in summer, they're currently running a promotion, uh, Weet-Bix, or the company Sanitarium, I believe it is, uh, running a promotion about Weet-Bix cricket kits, right? They're like, win a Weet-Bix cricket kit for your house, you know, just a plastic blue Weet-Bix cricket kit. And I go to Meg, I'm like, you can win a bloody cricket kit. Do we need a cricket kit? She goes, well, we don't have a cricket kit. And I uh, went, yeah, you're right, we, we don't have a cricket kit. She goes, well, how do you enter? I want to enter. And Meg just got so invested in the idea of winning a cricket kit. But if we look at the record there, I was the one who mentioned it. I was the one who found out about the competition. And then I will admit Meg pretty much took over from here. Um, it was, And also my Weet-Bix. Meg doesn't eat the Weet-Bix. So my Weet-Bix, therefore, 50%, if, you know, 50% of my prize, you'd think. Right? So anyway, Meg answers it. And there's a bunch of little codes. There's one of those ones where you pull out the Weet-Bix and inside the box is three different codes. And I swear to God, they must do this to build the suspense because we entered the first code in. We have not won the Weet-Bix cricket kit. We're crying. We're like, fuck, you know, that's all we ever wanted in life was a blue plastic Weet-Bix cricket kit. That's all any Weet-Bix kid wants, right? And I was spewing. I, You know, Meg had really turned me around. I, I really wanted this uh, Weet-Bix cricket kit. It didn't really take much convincing, you know? I'm just like, hell yeah, I want that, Okay. Because what about if we need a Weet-Bix cricket kit? No, my cricket? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, did you? No, no. Our cricket did set. You? Our cricket set. I'm sorry. Who wanted to put in the codes? But who? Okay. I'm just telling people. Who, who wanted to put in You the put in the codes. That's right. I put in the codes. I wanted to put in the codes. He didn't want no, to I put did. in the codes. No, you were like, oh, okay, let's. let's no, do one. I just said, oh, we. Ne- I never win anything, so this is pointless because I'm used to not winning things in my life. Yeah, me too. Because it's that the only hard me, thing about being a privileged straight white male in your life is occasionally not winning raffles and prizes. All right, so that's <laughs> that the you pay money that I pay money to enter with my because I'm very privileged and middle class. <laughs> Anyway, we're both very excited uh, for the honour of having this wheat bix set. Aren't I think we? you spoiled it a bit. Why? I haven't got up to that bit in the story. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> nah, I already we said. Won! <laughs> we won! We fucking won! We did it! Okay, we did it. Anyway, would you agree that I get fifty percent ownership because it's my wheat bix, and I was the one who said, "Hey Meg, we can win a wheat bix cricket kit." Yeah, but you only said it for the joke. I was like, I, for the I joke, am entering this. I was, I was not kidding around at all. Oh, really? No, I was t- never been more serious. You don't like cricket. I don't care. I want a wee big <laughs> cricket kit. I hate cricket. I still want the kit. I love winning shit. Free stuff. Come on. I will admit that it is both of ours, but if anything was to happen, I'm taking the cricket set. <laughs> I just want you know. I want to let you know now. Right, well, if you break up with me, I am taking the cricket set. It's like you have the house. I'm I having the cricket set. I'm the cricket set. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, mm, we'll discuss this at a later date. There is no fucking way she's taking the cricket set. I'm getting a lawyer involved. Anyway, Meg's gone. She did hear me talking about the cricket set. So anyway, we put we check the first code in. You can probably imagine what happens. 
obviously we don't get it. Second code in, this is like a movie. I swear to God, my life is a movie, right? <laughs> I would love to see that film. <laughs> 24 year old man and his girlfriend <laughs> try to win a Weepix cricket kit. This, the saga. That'd be like a four part film. Um, anyway, so second one, we don't win it. We're thinking, oh my God, all hope is lost. We are not getting a free Weebix cricket kit today. Meg starts punching in the final code on this website to redeem the Weebix cricket kit. My heart, this is my heart. It exploded right all over my bix. It was a bitch to clean up. She hits enter. I swear to God that that web page loaded for what seemed like an eternity. When it's your last chance to win a wheat bix cricket kit, holy dooly, you just your your heart just sinks into your stomach, and it's essentially. I guess it's like that moment that Eminem was referring to in the song Lose Yourself. It's that one shot, one opportunity um, to, yeah, take everything you ever wanted and if, if you got to capture it or just let it slip. And it felt like th- that moment. I was like, this is it. 24 years has come down to this. And then that beautiful son of a bitch of a website just displayed those two glorious words that you want to hear when you're trying to win a Weet-Bix cricket kit. You won. I swear to God, I've never heard Meg get more excited. And we've had a lot of great milestones in our relationship. You know, I remember how excited I was when I walked off stage at my comedy special in Brisbane and Meg was side of stage and she was ecstatic for me. Right, she gave me the biggest hug. She was so proud of me and she was beaming. And I'll never forget that day, right, ever in my life. I remember the look in her face still and it was beautiful, right? She was so proud. But I swear to God, Meg winning a Weet-Bix cricket kit at 10 a.m. in the morning was just something else. It was like I'll never be able to do anything that makes her that excited. Like... Any anniversary gift, birthday gift ever, you know, just it will not compare to the day that Meg won a Wee Bix cricket kit. And guys, if you're an audio listener, probably time to switch over to the video because ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here we go. The Wee Bix cricket kit has arrived and we're about to do an official unboxing. And if you thought, oh, Luke doesn't have that much podcast content today you're an idiot okay this is the first time i've ever unboxed a weepix cricket kit ah the first thing we have is the bat there we go huh oh i feel like ricky ponting boom in 2005 on the video game because it feels a bit cheap and shit Uh, (laughs) Woo! still feels good though man i reckon plenty of sixes to come on this bad boy once i rip off this plastic Obviously, this isn't sponsored, by the way, guys. I'm just pretty excited about this. I wish it was sponsored. That would be awesome. Um, Made in India. And that's the home of cricket, almost. So, you know it's good. 
There you go. Better than the Grey Nichols, you can tell you that much. Kookaburra are fucking shaking in their boots right now. Got nothing on their bats. Um, and what else we got in here? We've got the wickets. Very important for a cricket game. Um, there's the three wickets. And uh, it's got the base of the wickets as well, I think. Yep, it's got the base. And, um, oh, it's got a ball, of course. And it's got the bales as well. So that, there's the base if you wanted to see it. Um, and then let's check out the ball, all right? Oh, I swear to God, if it's not a swing king. That's not a swing king. That's all right. Oh, one of those like kind of rubber rubber balls um, in a little plastic bag. That's when you know it's new, you know it's fresh. That's good. As soon as someone makes the call, pull out a freshie. You know which ball I'm going to be bringing out this summer. And uh, I might get a bit of practice with this down the hallway over the next couple of weeks. So come Australia Day. <laughs> wickets. Absolute wickets. Right? You know, everyone else, oh, I want a bat. I'll be like, come on, do it then. There you are. Little did they know, I've been practicing down there out, you know, three meter hallway in our two bedroom unit for almost two and a half months irregularly. So watch out, uh, all my friends. <laughs> so yeah, pretty big scenes. And I know what you're thinking, wait, Luke, hang on. Go back, just wind it on back. Didn't you say before that something even better happened in your week than winning a Wheat Bix cricket kit? <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. And <sighs> this moment has been almost a year in the making. I think, no, that's not true. I think I got, okay, I'll cast your minds back to. It was, I think it was December 2019, before COVID, different world back then. And there was a young boy, went to uh, City Beach in Broad Beach on the Gold Coast. City Beach store in Broad Beach. Nothing more Gold Coast than that. And I went there with my good friend, Lewis Spears, uh, and a dream. And my dream that day was to pick up some brand new shoes. And you may not have even heard about this because I hardly made a big deal of my new shoes at all. I tried to keep it very under the radar, very uh, almost inconspicuous. I was quite sneaky the way I actually bought the shoes and then wore them pretty much for a year straight without any fuss or attention brought on the shoes. And that's, that's really what I'm trying to do here again. I, I don't want to bring any attention to this. So, you know, that's why I'm, I'm just talking about this. It's just the podcast guys. Like I'm, I'm telling you guys, cause you know, I love you guys, but you know, I thought you should know. Cause I, yeah, it's, it's a thing I'd tell close friends, I guess, but I'm not going to like make a huge deal out of it. Um, just like I didn't last year, but, um, yeah, last year I got some new shoes and sure. Apparently it got leaked that I got new shoes Right, and then people started talking about it, and all of a sudden there was this real groundswell, word of mouth. It was honestly spread quicker than the fucking pandemic did in 2020. Was the word of that Luke got new shoes, and how did I feel about it? Oh, uncomfortable. Um, I wasn't doing it for the clout. I was doing it for the comfort of my my heel sole, and they were just a pair of vans right and i have an announcement today about these vans you're probably thinking oh luke 
They're the newest goddamn shoes I've ever seen. Look how recent and contemporary that rip on the side is. You know, wow. Did it come faded like that? Jesus Christ. They make them battered now from the shop, from right, right from the factory. Yep, they get the little nine-year-old to like, you know, put in little scratches on it. That's the style. But actually, no. I officially want to announce today, guys, that what once were the newest, most recently acquired footwear on the planet are now officially heritage listed. Guys, these are the oldest goddamn fucking shoes I've ever seen. And you're probably thinking, Luke, why would you heritage list these shoes? They're so new, I know, but they're no longer the newest shoes in the world. Because ladies and gentlemen, your boy hit osmosis on the weekend and picked up some brand new fucking shoes. White Adidas. <laughs> Wowee. Sorry, just holding for applause there because I know you all must be. Oh, wait. Oh, stop, you don't have to. Hey, shh, I know, I know. Of course they suit me. Yeah, come on. All right, guys, that's enough. Simmer, 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 simmer. Come on, simmer down. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. <clears throat> Thanks very much for coming out today. Um, yes, the rumors are true. I, Luke Kidgel, did get new shoes. Uh, $150 from, actually it wasn't Osmosis. I originally looked in Osmosis, didn't like, actually I want to retract that statement. Um, I originally looked in Osmosis. I didn't really find any that tickled my fancy. Plus they didn't have my size in one that did. Then I went into Hype. That's what the store was called. I'm not sure if it's a chain, but it was a store called Hype. Um, and obviously I'm a hype beast. That's kind of my thing. Um, and Meg had been really encouraging me to branch out in the footwear department. She's like, Luke, you need new shoes. And I was like, what do you mean? I got new shoes. Obviously, this was before my Vans had been heritage listed. Um, now they are actually an artifact and honestly belong in a museum. The fact that I wear them on my feet is just paying respects uh, to the fashion trends of the late uh, 2019s to early 2020s. Um which, and that, and that's me doing my bit for history. But uh, Meg goes, Luke, time to move on, okay? You've been wearing black shoes for years. Uh, we watched a couple of my old high school band's videos, which you can check that out on my pro gaming channel. It's just a video called Reacting to My Old High School Band. And during that video, uh, myself and my friend Callum, who was the lead singer of the band, both realized that we still owned the majority of clothes in which we were wearing in those performances in 2013, 2014. Uh, Cal actually said, oh shit, I wore that jacket out two weeks ago. <laughs> so I, I kind of set out with a goal thinking like, look, I've been locked inside. You know, this year I haven't really gone shopping. I was on the regional tour for a month at the start of the year. I don't think I've actually got much new stuff since last Christmas, maybe even the Christmas before. I don't really ever go shopping too much. Um, so I went out and if you had told me that morning that I'd come home with a pair of brand spanking new shoes, 
I would have been like, get out of here. It's ridiculous. I've already got the most contemporary footwear on earth. Why would I need anything newer? Um, but here we are. And it's white. I don't know, guys. It's, it's, I, I, I get what I'm, I'm interested to see your thoughts on them. I'm not going to chuck them on now. I'll debut them on the gram during the week for sure. And I guess I'll, I guess I'll hear your feedback. I'm personally excited to try something new uh, in the fashion department. It's not crazy. It's not unbelievable, but it is crazy for me. It's kind of like if I tried sushi and enjoyed the taste. I tried them on and I was like, geez, I don't, I don't hate it, but also this is unusual because I've been wearing black shoes forever. I even had to go out and buy some white socks to go with them, like some white ankle socks because most of my socks are black. So it's a massive change for my ankles. I think my toes were a little nervous putting them on, but all in all, I think I made a pretty good decision and it's official. These are the newest goddamn shoes in the world. I've actually never seen, I don't think there is a shoe like more recent or like, like literally, I, I think this is just fresh off the shelves, hot off the press. I still feel it. It's warm. Oh, God damn. So, uh, whatever. You don't have to tell anyone. That's fine. I, I wasn't going to make a big deal of it at all, but yeah, sure. I got new shoes. Ah, don't mention it. Guys. And, and I really appreciate your discretion on this one as well. Okay. I told you guys this in confidence and, um, I swear to God, if the rumor gets out again, I swear to God, if the rumor start, if I, if I hear wind, if I go, I swear to God, if that gust blows by me and I hear little birdie going, tweet, 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 Luke's got new shoes, tweet, tweet, tweet. I swear to God, I know one of you guys has snitched. All right. So just, I trust you guys with my shoes. Most people would say with their life, but this means a lot more. I trust you guys with my new goddamn shoes. So, zip the lip. I do have new shoes, but let's keep it under wraps. Keep it on the DL. Do you understand me? Because I cannot have the PR disaster like last year where everyone knows about my goddamn shoes. I'm, I'm trying to become a professional comedian here, right? And the last thing I need is a bunch of press. Uh, obviously, there was news articles about it, I assume. Didn't didn't look it up. Just wanted to block it out, you know, because I'm so focused on just comedy, being humble, and not gloating about, you know, yes, they're $150. Yes, that's an expensive for a casual shoe. Of course. Am I doing well enough to afford that? Yes, streaming's going great. Thank you all very much. But that's not the point. The point is that I'm just trying to go through life duck and weave any kind of like, you know, oh, what's that? Oh, it's arrogance. Whoa. No, thank you. I'm Luke Kidgel. Oh, what's that? He's gloating about his footwear. I fucking know I'm not. Thank you very much. I'm ducking and weaving all this bad press. And if one of you guys tells anyone about my new shoes, something bad will happen. That's all I'm going to say. So yeah, keep it under wraps, guys. I'm not going to make a big deal of it. You can trust me on that. I'll, I might I might tell a couple of close friends, relatives, perhaps, if they bring it up. But again, new shoes. I got new shoes. Don't worry about it. New shoes, new footwear, new stuff on my feet. It's brand new. But again, not a big deal. Cool. All right, we'll move on. And, and though that was a pretty big week, and I've also got other stuff to talk about, but 
as long as we were on the same page in regards to the new shoes thing. Not a big deal. Sweet. <laughs> Shh. Thank you. Luke's got new shoes. Where the fuck did that come from? Who said that? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. My feet are so fresh. Ah, uh, it's got nothing to do with the footwear I got, though. Jeez, I look good. Um, they're new, that's why. Anyway, so um, enough about my goddamn new shoes. Guys, I went out to some beers on the weekend. What a shock. Wow, Luke. Really switching it up. <laughs> yep, you know me. Like to keep it interesting. I uh, went to the Calton United Brewery uh, in Abbotsford in Melbourne. Great brewery. Uh, great, great beer garden. Thoroughly enjoyed. Went out with uh, Simo, uh, my brother, who I spoke about last week on the podcast. And by the way, uh, Jack and Simo will pretty much only ever listen to my podcast if they know that I talked about them. Like I was like, oh, I talked about you guys on the podcast this week. And uh, then sure enough, a few days later, they get back to me. They go, yeah, we listened to the podcast. If you're talking about us. And I go, oh, yeah. And they didn't have any, they didn't have any defense. They were like, yep. Jack's like, yeah, no, actually, that's pretty spot on. You're right, I do like LinkedIn more than Instagram. Um, he goes, it's all about networking. It's something you wouldn't understand. And I was like, you're correct. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking of just talking about them every week on the podcast from now on just to get up listeners. You know what I mean? Like a listener is a listener. So, you know, if they're the only podcast that they ever listen to is when they're mentioned, right? It's pretty vain of them, but each to their own. I think they're just worried about their personal brands, uh, you know, being shot on on here, which is also a, a very um, fair concern because I it wasn't wasn't great press for them. I was trashing them about them both buying uh, Kmart pools for twenty nine ninety nine, um, in which they. They talk about like they actually own a pool. They're like, oh, you want to come over in the pool this weekend? And you're like, yeah, that sounds sweet. And then you get there and it's inflatable and it's about two meters long and two grown men couldn't fit in there comfortably uh, without touching thighs. So anyway, I went out with them. Uh, (laughs) They probably not going to be happy with this episode. No, actually, Simo's the only one that's going to get any bad press this episode. Jack came off with flying colors uh to be fair to him so we went out one of their mates langers right and that's when you know the guy's a loose unit i don't even really know what his first name is everyone just calls him langers and i you know i don't know why i i think his last name was probably langford or something but you know everyone calls him langers and i've only met this guy a couple of times and we went out and in the group chat before we left he's gone boys might have to call it quits I've had two hours sleep in the last 40 and I'm running on fumes here. Been a few big nights. Honestly, it seemed like the back end of a bender. And everyone's like, nah, don't be a coward. You're coming out. And when you call someone like named Langers a coward, obviously they're going to come out. It's kind of like Marty McFly when they're like, what are you, chicken? And then he just like runs his car into a tree. I guess that was the vibe. So I get there, Langers is turned up. I I personally thought, bold move. If I'd had two hours sleep in the last 40 hours, I would not have been at that brewery at all. I would have been in my bed snoozing. And uh, he's there. And the first thing he goes, he's like, boys, my uh, he's got a Garmin on, right? Which is the same watch I have for running. 
He goes, my body battery's on five. Now, if you don't remember from my podcast a while back when I got my new watch, it rates your day's energy out of 100, pretty much. You, you can start off the day at 100 if you have like a great sleep, get enough rest, and you start your day like at 100. And slowly through the day, it kind of like goes down depending on your physical exertion of the day. Is that the right word? Who knows? And uh, the lowest it goes to, which I found out on our 24-hour live stream, the Luke and Lewis live stream, the lowest it goes to is five. And he starts off the night on a five. So he wasn't kidding. The man's running on fumes. And uh, for, for some miracle, in the maxi on the way there, we're pumping tunes. I look over um, and Langers is just sitting like this. You know, he's just like, he's kind of getting in the zone. He's, it looks like he's trying to meditate. But there's like a Vici just pumping quite loud. And I'm just like, dude, that's a absolutely that's a man that i guess that's a man that's on a five you know if you're trying to meditate during a vici and a maxi cab you're you're not going to make it till 8 p.m you know it's 5 p.m and and i give you no chance right but he's doing his best he's trying to get in some shot eye before we hit the brewery and then uh all of a sudden he kind of wakes up about five minutes later or he like opens his eyes and he's like ah oh, fuck and he, he's like, I thought I'd get back to a seven, but he got his body battery back up to a six. So all of a sudden, he's got one point in the bank. And then the Foo Fighters come on, the Pretender. I don't know, I like the other one. The the Pretender. And to his credit, fair enough. He was head banging like a motherfucker, as you should during that song. And then his body battery went back down to a five. So it was, it was a short-lived moment of relief, um, but then it went back down to a five. So we got to the brewery, and it was a bottomless brunch kind of deal, but at a brewery. So it was like 50 bucks, and you got a pub meal, and you can only be there for two hours at the moment because of the COVID restrictions. So it's you got two hours, uh, unlimited drinks, and a pub meal. That's what you get in your package for 50 bucks. So really, pub meal is what, like 25 bucks? So all you got to do is have like two or three pints and you've got your money's worth. Simo, uh, if you don't remember uh, Simo, if you never listened to our Triple M Modern Digital show, his catchphrase on our show was, I'll have a beer for you. And guys, pretty honored to say that Simo had a beer for all of you uh, listening, every single one of you. <laughs> he was focusing so hard on getting his money's worth that it was like me at these days on my run. Like I've kind of eased off the drinking and that lifestyle a little bit the last couple of weeks because I've actually just been enjoying, you know, like getting fit, getting active and healthy. And that's pretty boring. So, but you know, it's the well gym guys, you know, I'm wearing the merch. You gotta, you gotta fucking practice what you preach. So he's going hard and he's checking his watch like I do on, on a run. It's like, but he wasn't doing it like as a joke or as a bit with the boys we get about like 45 minutes in and I Simo is probably like three pints down. And I was like, Jesus, this is, he's really traveling well. And now I see him look at his watch and he goes, ah. and I'm like, what, what's up? And he goes, falling behind pace. <laughs> he was trying to, I don't know what his goal is. I think his pint was like, I think he was trying to do like one pint every 15 minutes, but I guess he knew he was going to slow down in the second hour. Um, and I, I think he might have been going for eight pints in the two hours. Pints. 
pretty impressive. I think I had maybe four during the two hours, and I thought that was enough. You know, four pints is a, is a good hit out over two hours. Anyone can be like, yeah, went went well. Great job, Luke. Came out of there happy, feeling good, little tipsy, and I was having fun. Simo, he was a man on a mission, and we all smashed the palmas. I swear to God, he just inhaled his palmer. I took the longest to eat my palmer. Pretty embarrassing, to be honest. And um, what else happened? Oh, and then Langers didn't finish his palmer because, again, this bloke's running on a five. And uh, he then puts the palmer. He asked for a little takeaway box, which is pretty pathetic as a grown man. It's like, mate, eat your palmer or don't. You know, you don't, don't do this in-between shit. Plus, we've already booked into another pub. So I was like, I don't know what his plan was. I'm like, you can't just take a palmer into the other pub. You know, that's so disrespectful, just getting to the second pub and going, hey, can I just have a knife and fork, please? <laughs> and then they're going, you haven't ordered anything. He's like, no, nah, I've got my palmer, which I shoved down my pants to get past the bouncer on the way in. I'd just like to consume that. I don't know what his plan was, but he did... He had a penis palmer sitting down his jeans for perhaps 20 minutes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then he made it into the second venue. He looks like he's packing heat down there because he's got a fucking whole palmer shoved down his pants. And uh, sure enough, he eventually bails it and just ditches the palmer in the smokers area. Would have been very confusing for the second pub to be like, this is not our palmer. <laughs> How did this get here this is not what our palmas look like at all so anyway uh simo at this point is it's all of a sudden there's there's a shift in the night right langers who's surprisingly still running on fumes he's back the foo fighters was it was like he just got it jump started him you know it was like he just went and he was alive once more the man looked like he'd had eight barocas and, you know, like just listen to one Foo Fighters song, which maybe he had. And holy shit, he was back. And Simo started depleting. Oh, did not last uh, well at all. And then Jack's girlfriend came and picked us up at about 10 p.m., which felt so weird to call it a night. But because you can only book in like at places two hours at a time, after like four and a half, you know, we stayed a little bit longer at the second venue because we're outside and they were like, yeah, just stay whenever. No one's booked it. So um, we were staying a little bit longer. But yeah, it just felt so weird to return home on a Saturday night. I was home by 11. It was pretty good, actually. And Simo fell asleep on the Eastern. It just was um, was out like a light. And to be fair to him, he got his money's worth, though. And I guess that's what he went in there to achieve. So hats off to the great man. And... Another great weekend for myself. It was very good fun. And during the second pub, actually, got in quite a... Oh, there was a fart incident at the brewery. I did tell this on Luke and Lewis, so I'll kind of brush over it quick. I don't want to repeat any content. It's on the episode with um, Radio Mike. It was it was a pretty good one. Um, I'll just quickly rehash it here. Um, apologies if you already heard it. There, there was a fart incident at the urinal. So it was like a tray urinal. I wasn't the farter. I guess I was the farty. I got farted upon. Um, I was minding my own business, cocking my hand, pissing like a champ. Then guy came in next to me. He starts letting it rip from both ends. He's pissing and then he just goes, and it kind of like went up at the end. 
which I think we can all agree, quite a humorous fart. Ones that kind of spike at the end. It's kind of like this intro, right? Luke Kidgel Podcast at gmail.com. See that? Boom, boom. Imagine that, but in a fart tone, right? It was like... <laughs> it was fucking hilarious, right? But it's a stranger and he hasn't done anything wrong. This guy has committed no crimes. It's the one room of this whole building where it's appropriate to let let it rip in. It's the fart room, really. Often, it's particularly at a brewery, often in a bar, I would say toilets, let's be honest, guys, are used for 60% pissing, uh, 10% pooing from savages or people who just came from work and made an error. There's there's a 10% of people that unfortunately find yourself shitting in a pub, and I'm not going to lie, I've been there. It's not good to be one of the 10% at all. I think we can all, you know, anyone who's been the part of the 10% of uh, pub shitters is, uh, it's it's a low low point for sure. Nothing worse. One time I shat in the Exford Hotel. And if you're, you're familiar with that pub in uh, Eltham, it's just across the road from Billboards on Russell Street. And that is not a place you want to drop pants in for, for any reason. Um, I feel like sometimes I piss in that place. I do comedy there a lot. And I feel like sometimes I even get my dick out of the urinal. I feel like I've contracted something, you know? It's not a good vibe. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> I, uh, oh yeah, and there's 30, sorry. So there's 60% for urination, 10% for uh, shits, and then 30% for farts. That's what male toilets are at most pubs. It's 30% farts happen in there. Like, that's almost 30% of the reason why you go there, just to leak out some gas, you know, when you're on the beers. You get bloated. What the... There's not... It's just a human thing. You know, I'm not going to apologize for my digestive system, right? So I'm not... I'm not judging this guy for a second. His fart was funny, but I'm not, like, laughing at him. I'm laughing at the upwards tone of the fart, and I want to make that very clear, because I would never laugh at another man for letting rip in the comfort of his of this fart space, which we're all in. Um, and I've consented to be in the fart space. I know what I'm going to, you know, when you go into piss at a urinal, it's particularly at a brewery, you've got to watch out for farts, right? That's like, it's part of the transaction. So I, I start giggling and then he quickly goes, oh, excuse me. And I burst out laughing at the top of my lungs. I fucking pissed myself. So fun. Funny and fun, I guess. It was hilarious. I don't know why. I think I was more laughing at the quick acknowledgement of the fart as a and also a bit the fart because the fart was again, you know. Luke Kidgel Podcast at gmail.com. Right? It went up. So that's hilarious. And uh I felt like I was in the wrong and I felt a little bit bad. And then uh I went back to the bar and the guy winked at me and that was that was weird because I didn't want to be like he was like oh we had that little moment where I farted you know he was like and we just he not acknowledged it like that which is alpha confidence because if I was him I would have been a little bit humiliated I would have been embarrassed like oh, I was the guy that farted and he knew I farted and I probably would have diverted my eyes away at the bar if I saw someone that I just farted in front of you know, because sometimes one pops out as you piss in. It's similar muscles in your abdomen. I don't want to get too graphic here, but 
I wasn't judging the man. I was just almost wowed at how Alpha he handled it, you know, with a quick excuse me and followed it up a few minutes later at the bar with a wink. That's a man. That's a man if I've ever seen one. I would never do that shit. I'm a little boy. I fart like a boy. I fart and then go. I blush and then I look down at my feet and I go, bad boy, bad boy. <laughs> that's all internal, but, you know, that's how I handle it. So <laughs> that was pretty good. So anyway, that was the fart incident. And then at the next pub, um, how long have I been gone for? I'm bloody here waffling, aren't I? I'll wrap it up in a sec. Um yeah, then I got into a quite a heated argument about what the top five uh, all-time animated films were with one of my other brother's mates, James, right? He was there and because I think, I forget how the discussion started. I think he was trotting off saying that Up was like the best movie of all time or like the best animated movie. And I was like, man, it's, it's a great film. No one's, I'm not going to sit here and trash Up. It's a bloody emotional roller coaster. It has it all. Laughs, crying, fucking hell, what's the first scene? You'll be bawling your eyes out. But at the end of the day, I don't watch animated kids flicks to feel something. If I wanted to feel something, I'd watch I Am Legend, right? When the dog dies, I watch Marley and Me. You know, there's there's other films that can move you emotionally, you know? Fucking Air Bud, when they let him play basketball, brings a tear to my every time. It's a great film. Ain't nothing in the rule book that said a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> oh, God. What a scene. So, um, you know, I was just like, there's no chance up. And I and I threw out this big call over the table. And, jeez, it split the table. I went, you're telling me that up is in your top five animated films of all time. And half the table went, absolutely. And half the table went, fuck no. And I... Poor man. Other people kind of slowly, you know, the discussion lasted for maybe five to ten minutes, but then James and I continued it throughout the night just by ourselves. And, um, yeah, my, my top five. So I had to come up with a top five, right? So mine was, and, and, and this is after days of deliberation. I only hit him back in the group chat uh, earlier this afternoon because I was still thinking about it, right? Lion King, I'm, these are in no particular order because I'm not going to choose favorites here. But God damn, it was hard to get a top five, right? Lion King, you've got to have it in there. If it's not in your top five, you're a goddamn fool. Oh my God, my eye is twitching. Oh my God, what's happening to my eye? Oh, anyway. Uh, Toy Story, right? Great film. And uh, Shrek, you've got to have it in there. Shrek has stood the test of time, okay? An unlikely pick, maybe at the time, but watching that film, it, the rewatchability aspect of Shrek... Uh, is yeah, yeah, it's undeniable at this point. It's brought so much joy and love into my life. Has to be in my top five. Then we got, and now this one may not be in your top five, and it's a bit of an outlier. But to me personally, Kung Fu Panda's in there, man. Kung Fu Panda is hilarious and it's awesome. And it's about a fat panda who's a dragon warrior doing kung fu with a fucking turtle. All right, Master Shifu. Oh no, sorry, Master Uguay is the turtle. Shifu is like a, what's that animal called? The little white, it's like a red panda, I think he is. The little, you know, anyway, I think it's, it's a red panda, but they're actually white, who knows. Um, and then the fifth spot on my list was really hard, 
really, really hard. And I think I'm still, I don't know. Like I, I want to say, uh, I want to say Monster Zinc, but I think it's Finding Nemo. And I'll tell you why. Finding Nemo, it has it all. You know what I mean? It's got, and so does Monsters, Inc. I'm not denying that. But Finding Nemo has some great quotable moments. Maybe more so with than Monsters, Inc. Right? Like there's, he touched the butt. Uh, there's 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Dory has some great quotes. Easily Alan's best work, let's be honest. Better than straddling a table and fucking spitting on your employees. So, oh, I, by the way, allegedly, I have no idea. If she's done that, actually, I completely made that up. I just assumed. <laughs> you know, you don't think a lot of someone when you assume that they spit in people's faces. <laughs> um, but I have no idea if she's done that. Anyway, probably hasn't, to be honest. That sounds very extreme. <laughs> but Finding Nemo just is one of those like timeless films where it, it's a story about, uh, a, you know, it's a father-son story. It's a story of friendship it's got it all. A fish, it's got fish and it's got the stoner turtles, you know, crush and squirt. So that's what bumps it up. I mean, Monsters, Inc., really, like, the quotable moments are, like, Roz. I would say Roz, doing your paperwork is, like, the most quotable moment. Great film. Fucking love it. It's probably my sixth favorite, but it just didn't uh, take my top five. And I want to give a few honorable mentions, uh, which came up in the discussion, to Wreck-It Ralph, The Incredibles, a Bug's Life, and Zootopia was sick. I'm not going to come out here and ignore Zootopia. So was Moana, right? But I'm not really like the musical guy. And I swear to God, and this is something that we both agreed on, okay? We didn't agree on up, but almost the whole table agreed upon this. If Frozen is in your top five, do anything else with your time. Watch better shit. Frozen's great. Musically, fine. Right, if you, the songs, you know, let it go, it, it bangs, and it's not even a bad movie. It's quite a quite a good film, story wise. Yeah, <laughs> The Incredibles two was better. Come on, Cars is better. There's there's better films. So fuck man, The Iron Giant. Remember that that shit slaps. Wallace and Gromit and the Curse of the Were-Rabbit is better than Frozen. <laughs> there, I said it, right? I didn't think I'd ever say that publicly, but it's out there. Cat's out of the bag. I like Wallace and Gromit better than Frozen. <laughs> so is Chicken Run. That film bangs. So anyway, that was a pretty heated discussion, and I will net, let no one in the comments tell me anything. Up is a great film. I'm not trashing it at all. I want to make that very clear. Unbelievably made film as most Pixar films are, but top five, come on, come on. I've never even rewatched it. I remember watching it once made me feel funny and I was like, Oh God, it made me feel every emotion at once. And I went, I need, I need 10 years off this film. You know what I mean? I need a decade to just process this. And I, I think I'm still processing up. Maybe that's why, maybe I'll get back to you in like two years. Um, so anyway, guys, I think that's the end of the podcast. I was going to do Flex Chat. I keep saying I'll do it. I'll quickly do it, guys, because I said I was going to do it last week. Um, sorry to save it to the end. Oh, and another thing. I told you guys, such a jam-packed episode. Um, today's Tuesday. You're probably thinking, no, no, Luke, it's Wednesday for us. No, no, no. It's Tuesday for me, which means it's Tuesday. Okay? Tuesday is the biggest day of the week for me. 
two workouts, home gym carnage with my brother. All right. And I want to make this very clear because I don't, I think people have forgotten where the well gym thing kind of started. I've always been pro home gym, right? I love the home gym. It's always been where the Venn diagram, Venn diagram, gram, where the Venn diagram is met between Lewis's gym gym um, and my well gym, right? The home gym is this weird part where I love the home gym for multiple reasons, right? And also dislike it for multiple reasons. It's free, which is I would never pay to work out. Why would I pay to sculpt my figure? Makes no sense. Um, when you can do it yourself, there's a whole world out there. Get amongst it. The home gym is great for improving your well gym activities, you know, body weight exercises, you know, pull out a yoga mat. You know, I'll even, and I'm not, I'm not against, um, I, I am against like just buying gym equipment. You know, I won't touch a bench press. You'll never see me in a bench press, but you know, stuff like a chin up bar, stuff like that, you know, cause you can just find a bar out in the gym. My rule is pretty much just anything like that I could do out in the world, you know, at a workout, public workout station, you can, you can do in a home gym, you know, like you can do a chin up. Um, I often bust out the skipping rope. I've always loved skipping. Um, and then that is equipment, I guess, but you know, you could find a, you could find a, re- a fucking, a big, big plant and do that, you know, in the wild. So skipping's fine. Um, stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm all about that stuff at home. Just a lot of body weight stuff, general fitness, which I go over and do at my brother's and he does a lot more weights, but I'm just like, no, thank you. Okay. All right. Just my body is a canvas. Let me paint, man. Let me paint. So it's all good. I'm crushing it. And today's Tuesday, which means two workouts, one at lunchtime. And then I go home. I record the podcast. I do a bit of other admin and then boom, before dinner, I smash out a run. Because it's Tuesday, my dudes, and that's how we do it. So, and also, I do a podcast and a stream. So, two, two, two talking things as well into a microphone. That's why it's called Bloody Tuesday for me. My routine is down pat, and I'm smashing this world, gym like no tomorrow. Genuinely feel great. No joke. Feel the best I have felt. And I think look the best I have. Not that that particularly motivates me too much, but I feel fucking great. And uh, it's so much more motivating and you feel better. Who would have thought that if you didn't treat your body like a toilet, you'd feel great? It shocked me as much as anyone. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's awesome. I would definitely recommend it. If you're never too late to get on board the Luke and Lewis Fitness Challenge, you get one point every day leading up to the end of the year. And it's, you know, even if you go, oh no, but I've missed the first week. Just do an average of like, try and get five points a week. That's what I always do, minimum, you know. Even on Tuesday, I only count as one workout, by the way. You know, it's, you can only get one point every day. I just do the extra workout for me, you know. I just, ooh, to get this tidy. So, yeah. God, I'm going to look so good in my new shoes, but shh, keep it on the down low. All right, Flex Chat. Flex Chat is a segment. It's going to be a bit of a long pod, but that's all right. Uh, Flex Chat is a segment we like to do from time to time on this podcast because I just want to give a platform where you guys can just essentially brag, you know, because it, it can't go both ways. I've been bragging about my new shoes, which shh, keep it on the down low, and my Wheat Big Cricket Kit. I feel like it'd be a bit rich if I just kind of 
sat here for an hour, bragged to you, and then didn't give you guys the opportunity to do the same. So it's the least I could do. And uh, we've actually had a submission for a little bit of a sting for the start of this segment. So this is the new official fan made. Uh, by the way, the I forgot I forgot if I credited him. The uh, this one. Hmm. Oh fuck! That was the wrong sound effect. That's from Luke and Lewis. Hmm, bit of a thought. Luke Kidgel Podcast at gmail.com. That one was sent in by Austin. I forget if I credited him earlier. And this one was sent in by. Oops. Oops. Forgot to. Oops. Forgot to. Set, oops. Forgot to. It was sent in by Brayden. Just got it up then. Brayden. Thank you very much, Brayden. So this is the sting for Lex Chat. Boom. With the swish at the end. I love that. So we can play that kind of after the flex. Really good. Uh, so this first flex um, comes in from Tim. And this one pretty on brand for today's episode. He goes, I eat nine wheat bix now, being 24. But when I was 16, I'd eat 12 in the morning and 12 after dinner. Sometimes even a sneaky few wheat bix after school. So on average, I was eating 24 Weet-Bix a day and roughly 2.5 liters of milk a day. That's my only flex. Solid flex, Tim. Boom. Nothing but net on that one. Uh, this one, I forget if I've read these, guys. I've, I'm really apolog- I apologize if I'm repeating emails. I can't work out if it's because I've read them in my emails or if I've read them on the podcast sometimes. I I do try and delete the ones I've read, but I really apologize if I ever delete one. <laughs> or sorry, if I ever read one twice. Uh, this one I love. This one uh, came in from Adam, right? And this is a sweet flex. I was driving to the train station today and I saw the street lights turn off. It slightly scared me. From Adam. Dude, nothing better than seeing a streetlight turn on or off. Mad, mad swish. It's swear to God, it makes your day. You, you just like, I remember, I reckon it's only ever happened to me like a few times where I've either seen it. You just happen to be looking at a streetlight. I'm not, I'm not talking about like where a streetlight turns on and you go, Oh, streetlight turned on. I mean, already looking at the streetlight. You just, for some reason, just staring at it. And then it just turns on and you're like, did I, there's a part of your brain that's like, did I do that? <laughs> Every time I'm always like, fuck, did Drekken out? What the fuck? And there's a little part of you that's like, maybe my Hogwarts letters coming in the mail. You know, I'm not saying I'm magical, but I'm saying I'm gifted, right? I did something, something sneaky happened. Uh, and this one, right? Final flex chat. Uh, this week, guys, and keep them coming in at. Hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake, keep them coming in at. <laughs> Luke Kidgel Podcast at gmail.com. Right, I love that so much. <laughs> I love having having buttons that just say shit for me. <laughs> uh, this final one, it's a great flex. It comes in from uh, Lockie Cooper, and it just says, "I woke up feeling well rested right now." Right now, he said that as he woke up, just was feeling great and was like, fuck it, I'm going to flex. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. 
Congratulations, Lockie. Hope you're still feeling well rested, mate. That is great news. Guys, the end of the podcast. Bit of a longer episode today. I do apologize. I think we just ticked over an hour. But uh, yeah, that's all right. I don't know why I'm apologizing to, for giving you guys more free content. I just assume that you're busy people, you know. So um, go do something else with your life. I'll see you next week. The podcast is coming out on Wednesdays now. I know it changes a lot, but uh, we've changed our Luke and Lewis days since the post-COVID lockdown. And uh, I now record on Tuesdays, a.k.a. Tuesdays, because Tuesdays I do double everything. Um, it's a busy day, but yeah, it's going to be coming out on Wednesday for the foreseeable future. And that's great. Guys, have a great week. I'll see you next week. And thank you all very much for the kind messages during the week as well about the podcast. I feel like a few people thought that I was really bummed about how the podcast was going. I think I said I said last week that it it's the lo- it's the least amount of it's the least viewed or listened to or watched thing I do. I wasn't like complaining. I just want you to know that I'm not upset about it. It's always been one of the, it's a podcast. You know, so I wasn't upset about it, but thank you all very much. I got so many fucking lovely messages during the week. Actually, I'll read one out. I got a really lovely one on Instagram this morning. And I was like, oh, you guys are, you guys are bloody, um, uh, you guys are, oh, fuck. I've, I've just checked my phone and holy dooly. Oh, I've just split up this group chat with my, uh, movie selections that I put in there earlier today. I hadn't checked it. I hadn't checked the, uh, the absolute damage I caused in this group chat. And um, people are saying, no Madagascar or Ice Age, disappointing. I don't even give them an honorable mention, to be honest. They're great films, but... Uh, and someone said Kung Fu Panda, very questionable. Um, and How to Train Your Dragon, didn't get a mention either. People are saying their Ruffy is inside out. Moana is my Ruffy. Fond memories of Kung Fu Panda, but not in my top five. Jeez, I've absolutely split the room once again. That's me, man. Unpopular opinions. Happy to happy to preach it. Anyway, sorry. I just uh, wanted to let you know the kind of fucking damage I'm causing in group chats. What was I going to do? Oh, I was reading out a lovely message. Message, Jeff? Uh, this uh, message got sent to me this morning um, from Campbell. Um, hey, mate. Just wanted to say thanks for keeping up the podcast. You said you've been dropping in numbers recently, and I'm sure that's frustrating. Um, I don't think it's dropped. It might have dropped a bit. Oh, yeah, it dropped a bit through COVID, but I think every podcast did. I think podcasts, I read a thing from a few podcast hosting services saying podcasts went down 20% during COVID, and it definitely hasn't dropped 20%, so that's good. Um, listening to you and also Luke and Lewis has been a great help for me recently. I'm working on a canola harvest at the moment, which means 10 to 14 hours a day driving up and down paddocks. So I appreciate being able to mix up the repetitive music playlist with some comedy. Hope to see you live again when you, when you're able to come back to Albury. Thanks for the good laughs guys. I received so many lovely messages like that this week. So thank you all very much. If you did send one, that was a really lovely one from Molly uh, in my emails as well that I remember. So, uh, and a few others, but I, I forget. Um, so yeah, thank you all very much. I'm, not upset about, uh, I think I, I said I was a little bummed about how my YouTube is going. That, that was true. Um, definitely not bummed about how this podcast is going. Fucking love doing it. 
You guys are such a fun community. And uh, yeah, that's why I didn't want to stop it. I just kind of wanted to make a little more casual, a little more off the cuff on my end because again, it's Tuesdays, guys, and I got a lot of shit on. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. And uh, oh, hang on. This one just came in. Uh-oh, just in. Uh, came in from someone on Instagram. Their, their Instagram name is just LMAO, L-M-A-O. Hey, Luke, do you mind chilling a bit with the World Gym stuff? South Africa keeps having earthquakes. Now, I'm not blaming you, but there is a direct correlation between you running and our earthquakes. Thanks. I just want to apologize. You, I'm really sorry about that. Um, yeah. I'm not going to... I'm like... Yeah, I, I, I'm going to apologize. I don't, I don't mean any harm. I'm sorry about the tremors, but again, I'm an artist, okay? Let me paint, okay? My body is my canvas. It's my wonderland. It's my temple. So, always got to run. That's it. Guys, thank you all very much for tuning in for the move time. Goodbye. Have a good week. Goodbye.